Welcome to Dodgers Prospects. I'm Casey Porter of Dodgers Daily. Joined as I am each and every week by Tim Rogers of Dodgers 2080. And Tim, I didn't feel like, and I, I know you don't either, you know, you're dealing with earthquakes. We've been dealing with wildfires all day and huge winds. So, wasn't a whole lot of time to put together a big old huge agenda for this show. But typically speaking, at least what we've been told, our open mic sessions are probably the best shows we have so we don't have an agenda just whatever comes to our mind tonight that's what we're going to talk about awesome it's the best let's go all right anything that you know just on the top of your mind you want to talk about prospects wise i mean how could we not talk a little bit about james outman how exciting yep. was that i mean mm-hmm. you know we're both just huge backers of that guy and to see him come up and and, and do what he did and how exciting is that? It couldn't happen to a better guy. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, Var- well, before we were recording earlier, Vargas hit a double. My awesome. son texted me in the middle of it and said he thought it was out. Um, kind of a, a little bummer because he's on both our fantasy teams, I think. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, just to see those guys in the big leagues, um, you know, obviously bummed about Pepio getting hurt, but it's also yeah. at the same time a chance for growth. Yep, no um, doubt. to do his thing. So, and you know, you you you've seen Grove a lot. I I saw Grove when he mostly he was struggling with his Tommy John stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're, we're uh, you know what what are we what are we gonna get from Michael Grove this year? Do you think? <clears throat> what are we gonna get from him? Yeah, what are we gonna get from him? Do you think? Well, I I don't think it's necessarily in his hands at this point. You know, if Pepio gets healthy, I think Pepio goes back to that fifth spot. If Tony Gonsolin gets healthy, I think it's a good chance they're probably both in the pen, you know, and and the bullpen for the Dodgers, Evan Phillips, Alex Vesia, Yancy Almonte, Shelby Miller now, Phil Bickford mm-hmm. looks like he's rounding into his 2021 form. Caleb yeah. Ferguson has looked good so far. So hard to tell. You know, I hate to put pressure on the guy, but I think – you know, his first couple of starts where he has a little bit of runway here, I think he knows he's yeah. probably going to have, what, probably at least three starts. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it sounds like it. I think we – I can't. I don't think you can answer that question. I, I really think it's going to kind of come down to how he pitches the next yeah. three outings. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I, I mean, I hope they don't rush Pepio back. I mean, it's, it's one yeah, of those – I don't think they will. Yeah. yeah that would be a huge mistake. Let the guy get healthy. But it also – Answers a little bit of the the you know why why was Pepio struggling, um, you know so so you know rough the, his last start and even the yeah. start before he struggled so something happened you know try to try to pitch with with your insides you know and your yeah. core not, yeah, not, not doing well <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> what I keep telling people about Cody Hosey in his 2021 season you know man try hitting 96 with an oblique that's not you know feeling very good. Yeah. Not not very easy to do. Hey, I'll tell you what, you know, we've talked a lot about this and you know, I've expressed some frustration about Michael Bush. We both have actually. <laughs> but all in all, you know, hey, four rookies on the opening day roster, yeah. two in the starting lineup, one that's already been designated in the pitching rotation, and a fourth in Andre Jackson that we know is going to be a big part of the bullpen because he has an ERA a little bit over one. Yeah. And the Dodgers just they love this guy. I'm just telling you. So, all in all, I think, you know, for a team like the Dodgers, where it's always, you know, it's not like the Pittsburgh Pirates where you 
you can literally spend three years building, right? You know, yeah. you don't have to worry about it. You can win 62 games. And as long as you're showing your fans that you have a bunch of young prospects that you're building towards, you know, you're good, right? The Dodgers can't right. do that. The no. Dodgers have to put together a team every year that convinces the fan base that they can win a World Series. So yeah. saying that, to have four rookies on the opening day roster, two of them in the lineup, a third one already in the rotation, and a fourth one, Andre Jackson, that's going to play a big role in the pin, it's about all you can ask for as a prospects guy. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I, um, yeah, it's one of those things where – yeah, for the Dodgers to do that. They said it first time since 1985 that they've yeah. had two guy, two rookies in the starting lineup on opening yeah. day. I think it was uh, Sid Bream and Mariano Duncan, I think. Sid was the, Bream. El Sid. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And so for them to do that, it's, you know, and we've talked about this a lot. I mean, it's accelerated because, you know, because Cody Bellinger for, it wasn't Cody Bellinger anymore or, or things right. might be a little bit different. But, you know, they usually they try to space it out. So yeah, you lose, you gain new guys while you're also losing some guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but with Cody, it's a, it's a year early at least because he had another year before he would be a uh, be, before he would have been a free agent. But mm-hmm. he f- got out of hit, so that's that's what happened. And now James Outman hopefully will keep just keep going. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's um. Good, really good to see. And you're right. It's it's it. It's one of the. It's a great time to be a prospect hugger like we are. Yep. And to see these guys. I mean, we've been watching these guys for a long time now. Yep. You know, last not day, only last the decade. four. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Not only the four guys that are on the the opening day roster for the Dodgers. Then you have three other guys that we've been very close with: Gus Varland, Ryan Noda, Jose Hernandez. Yeah. They were also on opening day rosters. So really, you know, as as a Dodgers prospect cover guy, I don't know how you call that. I don't think yeah. I consider myself a hugger because <laughs> I want to see these guys gone if they if it gives them the best opportunity, you know, whatever right. the best opportunity to make the major leagues. Doesn't yeah. have to be at the Dodgers. That's kind of where so I, I don't know if hugger is the right word for, <laughs> for me. I I know that's the the term that you use, you know, just to kind of describe yeah. it. Yeah. But, you know, it's so for me it was almost like you know, there were – and then Luke Rayleigh made the opening day roster. Mm-hmm. He, he, I got to see him quite a bit. Got to talk to him some in Oklahoma City. So, I mean, there was a lot of great action. If you're a guy who's followed Dodgers prospects in the last three or four years, man, opening day was pretty kick-ass. It really was. And, it again, it just shows how loaded they are that they yeah. let – Three, they didn't couldn't yeah. find room for yeah. three major league players on their forty man roster. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it, like you said, it's it's great to see these guys get opportunities. You know, the Dodgers traded uh, Kiebert Ruiz uh, almost two years ago now, but mm-hmm. you know the guy now he signed a, a nice long term contract. I think it was yep. an eight year contract. Good for and he's starting and he's playing. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. right there. He doesn't. And he doesn't. That doesn't happen with the Dodgers. They they're right. set. You know they they would. So I'm glad that happened for him. I would yeah. have rather that happened to him than him sitting rot with the Dodgers. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm with you on that for sure. Because at the end of the day, they're human beings trying to make a living. And mm-hmm. to get that opportunity, it's great. And uh, you know, if it, it doesn't work out for some of those, and the Dodgers some they get somehow returned to the Dodgers, I hope the Dodgers give them an opportunity. Yep. Um, that's and I I know that there's probably another 
five five or six guys that probably should have been taken by some of these other teams in the mm. rule. But the Dodgers are loaded, and the Rule Five draft. It, it, these teams should be just just stealing from the Dodgers because they 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 have the top player development or close to it. You know, top three. Let's just I'll I'll, I'll be generous with that to to the other teams because I think mm. they're number one. But they're they just they develop the players well. They take a uh, seventh round draft choice who was. Uh, not even in the top 500 for Baseball America, and he's their starting center on opening day. Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. But that's what they do. That's yep, what they no do. Doubt. Hey, got a question for you. Okay, what do you do with Hunter Fiducia? The dude's major league ready. We've seen that. He's spinning his wheels yeah. in minor league baseball. I think the spring training he had shows that, you know, hey, anything less than him playing at the major league level right now really, you know, is just kind of – you know, just spinning his wheels. Would you agree with that? So what do you do with I, yeah, I'm not totally. saying there's anybody to blame, or I don't mean that no. negatively, because like you said, the Dodgers are loaded. I'm literally asking, you know, you have Austin Barnes, Will Smith. What the heck do you do with Hunter Fiducia? Do you keep – I don't – I mean, can you keep yeah. him in AAA again all year? Yeah, it's not fair. I mean, and and it's, again, like you said, it's, it's really no one's fault. I mean – No, it's nobody's fault. Yeah. yeah. It's just the Dodgers have done a good job of developing talent – Hunter being one of them, he yeah. is a top-notch catcher. He should he could start for some teams. We yeah, know no that doubt. absolutely. And you know, I, I know they all all those minor leaguers got a raise to what thirty five thousand yeah. dollars. Well, he could be making what seven twenty five or seven fifty, yeah. whatever the league minimum is. I'd rather see him do that. That that's mm-hmm. for sure. And no kidding. So I hate to say it, but I th- I would trade him. It just as fairness. I'm just thinking. Does he have value in the trade market? I don't. What kind of value does he have? Some team should see that that he's that he's that he's worth. You know, maybe he has value a, to us because we see him every day and and yeah. he's close to us and we and we and we love watching the guy play. But yeah. does he have value to another club? But that you well, know they haven't cons- seen him play a whole lot. Considering he 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 could start on some teams, not a lot, mm-hmm. but. Some teams he he could walk right in and start. So what would the Dodgers um, take for him? I guess would be my question. It would be somebody that's of a, a couple years away from the forty man. Okay, that ha- it has to be that because they're they're just too they can't they're gonna have they're gonna have another plethora plethora of people they need to put on that forty man at the end of mm-hmm. this year. It happens every year. This is mm-hmm. a this is a. It's a good problem to have. Good problem for, to have, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for the for the organization, but yeah. not for the for not for the individual player. Yeah, so that's that's a little bummer there. Other than the fact yeah. you are, you know, hey, you know, it's one of those deals that you know it, it, to put on your resume to say that you were trained in the Dodgers system mm-hmm. that makes you pretty marketable. You know, so yeah. it's a good and bad thing, like for Drew Avens, because he has on his resume, hey, I was brought up and trained in the Dodgers system. Everybody wants that guy. But at the same time, that same Dodgers system is so good, develops everybody else too, and it blocked them. So it's kind of yeah. a it's a darn if you do, darn if you don't. Right. And and you know, the Dodgers, you know, like you said earlier, they're trying to win a World Series. Absolutely. Every year. There's no I, and, and I'm glad so you said that. I don't they, mean to interrupt you here, but yeah. when I hear people say hey, the the Dodgers need to go all in. What are you talking about? They're they're all in every second of every day. There's nobody that wants to win a World Series more than than the you know the the management 
in the Dodgers organization. I mean, every move they make every is move. made with the idea of winning a World Series this year and then putting themselves in a position to win a World Series every year. So when I hear that, I just it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. But that that so because they're the they're comparing it to the Padres, who are last year they lost. You know, not my money, not the fans. They lost fifty-five million dollars. Right. And now, for them, that's a, that, for us. That's like you know, if we lost you know a hundred bucks, it'd be like, sure. oh, dang, that's a lot of money. But for them, it's nothing. Um, but they see that and they go, well, gosh, let's let's spend. Was it eleven years, two hundred eighty million dollars on Xander Bogarts? I like Xander Bogarts, but I don't like him that much. Yeah, or anybody. Uh, yeah. Um, you know the, the Dodgers. They 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 realize that you can't have a team of a bunch of superstars. That doesn't work. Or it's, long it's, contracts. Yeah, and yeah, because you're going to go and you know the Padres did. They went all. They did go all in with their farm system mm-hmm. um, with Soto. Now the Dodgers, they could have made the same trade and gotten Soto, and it would have cost a lot. But they still would have had a lot of players left. Because the Padres have been trading and trading and trading. What was the length system. of the contract of Soto? I don't remember. It, he still has uh, he has this year and next year before he's a free agent. So he's still they can lose him in two years. Mm-hmm. And if they don't win a World Series or at least get there, it's a real big disappointment for them. With the Dodgers, mm-hmm. yes, they could go. They will make moves. They traded for Mookie Betts. They trade. Signed, yeah, and they signed Freddie Freeman. You know, Freddie Freeman kind of dropped in their lap. Um, yes, but but trade is the big word there. You know, Trey is. Turner, Max Scherzer. Yeah. The reason why trading is better for the Dodgers than free agency, there's two big reasons. Mm-hmm. One is when you go into the free agency market, you're having to sign long-term deals, which is yep. literally the only way a club like the Dodgers aren't going to be able to compete for a World Series every year is if you have nine guys that you can't get rid of their contracts – you know, you still have five years left in the contract, and they're no longer producing. Does that make yeah. sense? So if you go on the free agency, you're going to have to do the long, long-term long contracts, okay? And then also, the Dodgers, we've, we've already talked about it. You have so many of these great young players that are at the top of their their value right now, right, that you need to, you need to move them on, you know, while they're still at their top peak of their value, before, like Michael Bush, he's closer to 30. You wait two or three years to trade him, he's not going to be worth what he is right now. So it's better to trade because then you get rid of a lot of your prospect capital for the players that you actually need in return, right? And 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 you're able to do that while they're at their peak value. And then also, if you wait to trade, Tim, in my opinion, you're doing it in July, and now you, you're able to pinpoint what your actual needs are. You know, if you do it in January or December, you think you might need a shortstop. You think you might need a fifth starter. You think you might need, you know, a left fielder. You're not not exactly sure. By July, you know exactly what you need on that club. And so you can go out and still get the big-name guys like Trey Turner, Max Scherzer. You can do it for the shorter lengths of period of time. You can get rid of your prospect capital when they're at their peak value to get the Trey Turners, the Max Scherzer, and it's a win-win. And then you're also able to pinpoint the exact needs you have. It's a win-win for everybody involved. 100%. 100% agreement. I mean, that's and that's how you do it. You know, yep. and you again, there's always the exception. The Mookie Betts comes along. It's like, okay, this guy is 
not only a, a great player, we know, we know that, but he's a he's a he's how can you not like Mookie Betts? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the guy's worth his his weight in gold. Um, he's fun to watch. He's everyone's you know. If he would have been started as a Dodger, he'd he would have been my favorite player for sure. Um, and but they don't they don't go out and just do that with everybody. Even with they had a chance to sign Bryce Harper, they could have mm-hmm. signed him, but they were they didn't want to go 10, 12 years, and they ended up signing Mookie Betts for a long time. But there's a just a different it, it, a type of person that fits in and that they wanted to be the face of the franchise. Well, the Betts was first. I mean, yeah, you can have one or you know Freddie Freeman's a little bit older. They signed yep. him too. You can have a couple of those guys. Yeah, you can't have you can't have six of them in in your everyday, you know, in your as far as your position players. You you can have one or two. You know, I mean, hey, you can eat a couple contracts if you have to, right? But you can't eat six of them. That's kind of my point. Yeah. Well, and the Dodgers are they're eating the Bauer contract right now. Yeah. Right. You know, that's twenty two million. That uh, you know, I'm sure they'd much rather have that money back. And and yeah. A lot more to that, but you know, so it's easy to. I'm in San Diego, and I hear all how great the Padres are. Um, but I go, they go, oh, there's this. The lineup's loaded. The lineup's loaded at the top. But you're going to tell me that that uh, what? It's one of the Nola guys. Is it Austin? Aaron. Aaron. No, Aaron's the pitcher, right? Uh, Austin. Austin. He's a nice catcher, but he's not yeah. a great hitter. He's not even a good hitter. And then, is he better than Hunter Fiducia? <laughs> as a hitter, I don't know. Probably right. not. That's kind of my point. <laughs> yeah, and they he's go, not well, better defensively. Yeah. I can tell you and, that. And they go, they say that's such a great lineup. It's like no, it's a very unbalanced lineup. Mm-hmm. And you, and the Dodgers kind of had an unbalanced lineup last year. And part of it was just because of injuries and people forgetting how to hit. But you look at the lineup this year, and it's what are you a lot talking about when you say that, Tim? From last year? Yeah, forgetting how to hit. Cody. <laughs> Cody forgot how to hit, and then Justin Turner and Chris Taylor were injured and shouldn't have been playing. I was throwing a little bait for you there, and he took yeah. it. So there you go. Uh, and I, I, I love Cody Bellinger. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do. I, do. And I, I, I wish it, it all worked out. It, yeah, it is what it is, and maybe he gets it back. But, you know, now the lineup, to me, looks much more balanced. I mean, is David Peralta a superstar? No. But at six million or six point five million, he's going to be a nice fit. Is Miguel Rojas the same player as Xander Bogarts or Trey Turner? No, but he's a way better fielder than them, and he costs five point five million dollars. And we and it's only for what a couple years with an option. So but, they have. But, but you know, there's talent, kind of like you're talking about the Padres, and then there's fit. You yes. know, the the best college. You know, I'm a college guy. Love college athletics. And a lot of recruiting, you know, you can like in Alabama, of course, they're going to get the five star guys and they're going to win with them. But, yeah. you know, a place like Oklahoma State, you know, they're better off going and getting guys that fit their system. They're better off doing that than they are just chasing the measurables, you know, and trying yeah. to get, you know, maybe the, the best athletes. If you can get guys that fit your system, you know, Miguel Rojas fit what the Dodgers needed like a glove. I oh, mean, they needed. Yeah. They needed energy. They needed leadership. They needed mm-hmm. somebody to mentor Miguel Vargas. Hey, yeah. you can go get all the all these all stars, and that's great. But you know, a lot of times it's better just to go get the guy that's the actual best fit 
What the Dodgers needed with Miguel Rojas, they needed a good defensive infielder, right? And then they needed somebody to mentor Miguel Vargas. And they needed somebody that could bring a lot of intensity and energy to the dugout every single day because last year's team was straight up boring at times. And Miguel Rojas, check, 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 total fit for this team. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I've mentioned it before, but, you know, I saw him up close. You know, I was in the camera well when he was out there at shortstop, and he's loud, he's leading. Yeah. He, he, the energy level is, oh, man, baseball's a loud game. It's mm-hmm. not a passive game. And to see yeah. him out there, I do believe he's a leader of this team. I Straight think, up. okay, so when you say leader, I know, I know Mike brought this question up earlier today. Good points. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Max Muncy doesn't need a leader. Will Smith doesn't need a leader. Austin Barnes doesn't need a leader. You know, so Freddie Freeman doesn't need a leader. Mookie Best doesn't need a leader. Are you following what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I think when you when you say the leader of this team, I don't think there's ever going to be a leader that leads the whole – who's going to lead Freddie Freeman? Who's going to lead – you know, yeah. you follow what I'm saying? So, when you say leader, I think you're talking about the faction of players that need mentoring. That mm-hmm. would be – Miguel Vargas, that would be the young pitchers. That would be uh, James Altman. So I think Mookie Betts and some of the veteran outfielders are going to help James Altman, right? And then I think Miguel Rojas is going to mentor Miguel Vargas from a mental perspective and from a defensive perspective. And then I think J.D. Martinez is going to mentor Miguel Vargas on the offensive side of it. Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? And then, yeah, right. And then, as far as the young pitchers, I think you're going to have Clayton Kershaw and all these guys that are going to mentor them. So when you talk about leader, I think you have to to break it into factions and say, hey, who's the leader of the different factions of players on the team that actually need leadership? Does that make sense? What I, yeah, what I it does. And it, but it, no, you're not. It, but it's also more on the field where you know someone's yeah. got to be the captain. You know, someone. You know, the shortstop is. You know, it's shortstop and center field. I want loud guys out there that are, you know, communicating, talking, getting things done. Right. But also, some someone you forgot about, and I know it's easy to forget. Gavin Lux. I know he's not yeah, playing this right. year, but for yeah, him, I was to, specifically talking about this year's. Yeah, game. but even even for as we look forward, and and remember, uh, Lux was still there when when he was brought in, so he was going to be that insurance for Lux mm-hmm. and to, to to mentor him. Also, but you know, oh, Lux yeah, is going to learn. Saying. Yeah, right. Lux yeah. is going to learn from watching him. I think it's yeah, great. Yeah. I, I think, and and again, the cost. Uh, Jacob, I that hurt, but he's going to get an opportunity to play a lot quicker. And um, the cost is is not prohibitive. He he fits it. He does. He fits right in with this team. And in, instead of going, well, I've got like with the Padres, I got four egos, and you got mm-hmm. some serious egos on on those guys. Um, versus, you know, okay, I'm sure Freddie is pretty mellow, but he's, he's got to have some ego, and Mookie's got to have some. But they're they're pretty mellow guys. Trust me, they have and, egos. You can't yeah, be of course an they have in a to. game of failure yeah. about egos. You can't do it. But it's not the it's not the tattoo. <laughs> it's not arrogance. Yeah, it's yeah, big big difference. Yep, big difference. And um, he does fit right in. They do. They did need that. Like you said, that spark. Mm-hmm. Little, you know. Some. I think. Put it this way: If they're in a in a game cha- in a elimination situation, that bench will not be dead mm-hmm. with Miguel Rojas 
on that team. And and, and to be honest, and with, Alberto with, uh, tried to do that, but when you're not yeah. an everyday starter and you hit what whatever you hit last year, it's yeah. hard to be that guy. It just turns into just kind of cheerleading versus and, actual leading. Does that make, absolutely. You know, there's that's the kind of. I mean, are you cheerleading or are you leading? You know, yep. so the Big cheerleading. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not real big on the leading yep. part of it. I, I'm real big on, you know. Yeah, and I and I think yeah, and, and remember if Hanser didn't even make the playoff roster. Right. That's kind of what so, I'm talking about. Yeah. And so. so yeah, but even at the end of the year he wasn't playing that much. And you know, he's a fun he, we liked Hanser and all that, but he Love just him. Yeah. Yeah. I think um all the And then best I think Cody guy. Bellinger could have been that emotional lift. Yeah. But again, whenever man in true. any sport, whether it be basketball, football, Baseball, when you're not scoring in basketball, yep. when you're not scoring in football, it's hard to have energy. It's hard yeah. to be excited. It's hard to have that rah-rah and just that high-intensity level when you're one for your last 22 and you've struck out 15 times. I mean, you yeah. can try to tell yourself and talk and have all the discipline you want, but when you're not playing offense, I've said this for many, many years, offense creates energy. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, defense. You know, it, it does win games and all that. I, I don't, I don't disagree with any of that. But yeah. if you want to see a team full of guys that are excited to play a sport, have them play good offense. Nothing does that right. faster than getting a hit, hitting a mm-hmm. home run, dunking a ball. You know, a long run in football, a long bomb pass. You know, a touchdown. Scoring brings energy, and so. I think Cody Bellinger could have been that lifting guy, but I, I don't think he hit well enough to do that. Yeah, I, that's a. I think that's a great point though about the how offense does bring that. I mean, yeah. Hey, yeah. when you're when they're on defense, are they doing this this thing? No, it's when they get a hit, they're doing yeah, this right, new absolutely. thing, right? So yeah. it 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 does bring that that extra extra thing to it. I guess Peralta brought this thing in. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I was well, always taught, you know, when you're on defense, you make the game boring. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's a good point. And yeah, but again, at the end of the day, Rojas fits in. He is mm-hmm. in just coming at, at the prospect perspective, having guys like that in camp. And mm-hmm. because during, you know, during spring training, it was a lot of rookies out there. Yeah. You know, and Eddie's, he's teaching Eddie's, them way more than just how to field a ground ball. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. Eddie's Leonard and Yorbit Vivas and Michael Bush and all these guys getting that extra thing from someone like him is yep. wonderful. Very excited to see, you know, all the players that have made the roster. It's and to see the players that deserve to be on the roster, the Gavin Stones, the Hunter Fiducias, the Michael Bushes. And who knows how it's all gonna work out. We you know, I think we we've grown to really like the team that we see right now on I the field, it. and it's going to be an exciting 2023 at all levels. Hey, I haven't been this excited. Yeah, that's about, about it for me for tonight. I haven't been this excited about a Dodger team in a long time, and it's because of the mix. You know, I, I've thought, hey, Dodgers teams in the past, you're going to win yeah. more games, maybe, but this is going to be a really fun team to watch for me. It's it's kind of crazy to say I don't. I mean, you're going to win less games, Great. but have more fun to watch it. That sounds, I know, counterintuitive, but just the mix of it with the Rojas and Martinez and Altman and Vargas, and it's it's just going to be a fun team to watch as far as I'm concerned. I, I'm going to have a blast doing it. So, hey, before the Gremlins get us again, Tim, I think we're going to yep. get out of here, give the fans one yep. more reminder. 
Hey, go ahead and click that like button, leave a comment, tell all your friends about Dodgers Daily. Subscribe. Once you subscribe, click that notification bell. Turn on your notifications. That way, each time we drop a new video, Tim and I do on Dodgers Prospects, you'll get notified. and You'll never miss a thing from Dodgers Prospects, and we can keep growing this show, and Tim and I can keep providing content like this in the future as we love to do. Okay, thank you for hanging in with us. We had the Gremlins this entire episode, so I hope this splices together right. I hope it's not too herky-jerky. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it, and as always, go Dodgers!